Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant is on the controls. And what a fantastic show we have lined up for you. We're going to talk a lot of different sports, a lot of baseball today, but we've got some basketball, some hockey to get to as well. Uh, of course, we've got NFL, NFL news like crazy. So we'll get to all of that, but it is, of course, time for our weekly visit to talk NASCAR with Heather Williams of WCYB TV out of Bristol. Heather, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, as always. Yeah, coming off a crazy finish here at Bristol. Uh, a lot of fun in the dirt. I know people complained a lot, but it's hard to argue with that finish this weekend. It was certainly, um, uh, well, not controversial, but a lot of folks didn't like it because of, well, if it had been anybody else getting a win that way, it probably would have been okay. But if it's 18, they're not happy. Uh, yes, the Boo Birds were out in full force, even though a lot of people had left during the rain delay. Um, I think everybody that stayed hated Kyle Busch. Well, a lot of people left. A lot of people weren't there to start with, Heather. I, I kind of got some, and, and again, not a huge NASCAR guy. That's a given. But. I heard that some people were a little upset about racing on Easter. And we talked about this last week and including junior, you know, there, there was a service and that kind of thing, but there were some NASCAR fans that were bothered by the fact that there was racing. They were, but I think it's a little unfair to say that there were people there. It was the highest attendance spring race at Bristol since 2016. Um, my biggest thing about Bristol, when I when I had these discussions with people about attendance at Bristol is, NASCAR got greedy in the 90s and the early 2000s. Bristol is too big. Bristol is too big. It holds 100 and it's debatable because they've taken seats out, put in drink rails, and they don't really report that, but approximately 130,000 people it holds now. Um, there were 70,000 people at the Super Bowl. There are approximately that many people, 60 to 70 at Bristol this weekend, I really don't think attendance is it a just problem. Looks half full, right? Because the, the because it is too big. half full. Yeah, right. the stadium is yeah. too big. It's too big. It's too big for today's sports landscape. Nothing save the day, the Indianapolis 500, maybe the Daytona 500. Nothing in the motorsports world is going to get more than 100,000 people. It's just not. That's not the world we live in anymore. Seventy thousand people for a race in Bristol, Tennessee, is an outstanding crowd. Well, and to that point. That was one of the reasons NASCAR decided to do dirt. They, they wanted to get a little creative to see if they could bring some people back to the seats. And uh, it's it's been a, a challenge, to say the least. But, you know, with, with the first year with rain, and then this was a, again, rain again this year. But it, it's it's still a unique enough race that – it's going to bring a little more fans to the stands than a normal Bristol race. So in that regard, and of course, television in, involved in that, yeah, that's why they've decided to bring it back for another year. Yeah, the ratings were way up. I think something like 38% um, over a comparable race last year because last year's dirt race was was actually rained out and run on a Monday afternoon. So I think the ratings are actually up like 80% over that, but you can't compare those apples to apples. Um, but over 4 million people watched 
per average over the, the course of the race, and it was at a peak of four and a half million, it was the number one rated sporting event in that time slot, even beating the NBA playoffs. So it's hard to hard argue with those numbers. Yeah. Well, that's why TV TV is the driving factor in this in, in this racing on Easter, and it worked. More so than attendance. Can't argue with it. Yeah, absolutely. But both um, were up. Both were up. So I mean you can't right. ask for much more than that. Yeah. Speaking with Heather Williams of WCYB TV in Bristol, um, talking a little NASCAR, and we were watching the highlights Sunday night, and and we touched on the Kyle Kyle Bush situation. Is it was it just the fact that it was Bush that wanted that that created that? Because I mean, yes, <laughs> he he wasn't he was not involved in any way, shape, or form in. He's just Kyle Bush. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's enough. He's the Brady Belichick. Yeah, he's the Brady slash Belichick of NASCAR. Nobody wants to see him win because he's a little cocky and he's good. He's got a reason to be a little cocky. Right. right. I mean, the win moved him in the second place all time in Bristol wins, tied with Richard Petty, um, uh, Rusty Wallace. I'm sorry, Dale Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, and um, Kale Yarbrough, second all-time. And he's just now uh, three wins behind DW for the all-time wins at Bristol. So, I mean, he's very good at Bristol. I, You know, people love to hate him at Bristol. He thrives on the booze at Bristol. Um, It's actually good that he wins at Bristol because it brings out the emotion in the race fans. I mean, seeing Tyler Reddick win would have been nice, would have been a nice story, but I don't think – well, I know that if he would have won instead of wrecking with the second place driver in turn four, Bush winning, nobody would have been talking about this race. Hey, she's not wrong. <laughs> so, before we get off Bristol, again, Jody and I were watching highlights Sunday night, and she's like, So they're racing on dirt. Okay, so how do they get that off? I said, You know what? I'll ask Heather. So, <laughs> what, what do you do with that to get back to? the regular surface there i mean they just bring in the dirt movers and the and the dump trucks and dig it up just like they brought it in Same. and then they'll power wash the the track um they said that i mean when i've talked to steve swift who's the uh director of facilities for all of uh speedway motorsports which includes atlanta and bristol and a bunch of other tracks um, nashville. nashville um he says it's much easier to get the dirt out than it is to get it in um and they actually store the dirt <laughs> They actually store the dirt on property now, so they just use the same dirt over and over again. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, they just bring in dirt movers, the dump trucks, and they load it up one load at a time and take it back out on on their property where they keep it. What's the process? I mean, how long does that take? To take it off, I think it'll take them about two weeks. It takes about a month to get it all in and packed and and the way they want it shaped. Obviously, when you take it up, you just rip it up so it goes much Mm -hmm. quicker. Yeah, I could do that. I could tear it up. Yeah, They do have one more race on the dirt here next weekend. They're going to bring the world of outlaws in um, the sprint cars and the uh, late models and race. So, and then they'll tear it up and uh, get ready for the, the uh, concrete race later in the fall. Gotcha. Interesting to say the least. One place they'll never put dirt is Talladega super speedway <laughs> because they have a dirt track right next to it. And if they want to run, they can just go over there. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. But one of the things that we talk about every year when it's Daytona, one of the when we talk about Talladega, it is all the same thing. Anybody can win because if you don't get caught in the wrecks, 
you got a shot. If you if you finish the race, you got a chance to win it. And uh, Heather, this week is no different at at this Super Speedway. For sure, and Super Speedway racing, it's a it's it, there's a lot of luck involved, right? Staying out of the wrecks, but there's also a little bit of an art to it. There are definitely guys that are better at Super Speedway racing than others. Dale Earnhardt was the best there was at Super Speedway racing, even only only even though he only won one Daytona 500, he won a lot at Talladega and in the summer race at Daytona. Same thing with Tony Stewart was very good. Uh, Denny Hamlin is very good on the super speedways. There, Bubba Wallace is good in the super speedways. I think he's finished second, second, first, the last three. Uh, well, except for the races. last one. The last one, he got caught in that wreck at Daytona and finished, what, 14th in the 500? No, he finished second in the 500. Uh... uh pretty sure <laughs> I i'm gonna look it up because I, I i thought he won the race and then it ended up he got uh he, he got in i thought he ended up like 12th or something no i think he ended up second because i remember standing in victory lane thinking that he won because the start finish line was i thought he won too i went crazy <laughs> okay maybe maybe it was he was he was involved in the crash at the finish line though. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I still think I, I, okay. I think that was after they he actually okay after they actually passed the start finish line. I think he finished second. Nonetheless, he's uh, very good at the super speedways for sure. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and so there's a there is some luck, right? Because that's why Austin Cindric won and Bubba didn't, right? But exactly. There's luck, <laughs> but there, but. Um, but there's also a lot of skill. You have there's a certain style of racing that some guys put the effort in to be good at the super speedway, and some throw it away because there's so much luck involved. Makes sense. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to prepare for something that you have no real control over half of the <laughs> the outcome. You know, it's it, it makes a lot of sense to to kind of you know just it, because it's it's a little bit easier as far as driving is concerned because you don't use your brakes as much and that sort of thing You're, you can pretty much go 95 percent accelerator most of the race but that being said it's also taxing on the body because you're running 175 to 200 miles an hour for three and a half hours in a car that that's rough yeah yeah, I mean, the, the only other tracks that have that kind of G-force would be like a Bristol uh, concrete, and you're not going as fast, but because of the banking, it's got that G-force on your body, and it wears you out just as much. I think you might be thinking about Atlanta, where Bubba was running up front and wrecked because they did. They oh, did that might have been it. They, they, they drafted at Atlanta, and Bubba was running up front and got up and caught up in a wreck and finished about 14th. So I, th- I think, and I was thinking about that, I think you're thinking of, of Atlanta. Because there's might have it's been a super speedway thing. race now, too. Yeah, it, well... Yeah, that and that may, that very well may have been it. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but it, you know, Talladega is one of those tracks where we talk about the big one, and it, you can't you can't ignore that. But it's easier, or I guess it's it's more difficult to predict what's going to happen at a Talladega because of the luck. That being said, we just talked about all of those ra- all those drivers who are usually pretty good at Talladega. So you got to tell us who you think is going to win. 
Well, since my pick last week did terrible. Oh, he didn't do terrible, but he certainly didn't win. I think he ended up finishing the top 15 or something like that. Uh, take this with a grain of salt, but I like Ryan Blaney. Um, he's won at Talladega several times before. He's very good at super speedway racing, one of those drivers that we talked about. He's second in the point, and he is right there on the cusp of the win. He was top five in Bristol. Um, it's, it's time. He's due, and so um, I like Ryan Blaney this week. Ryan Blaney. That's a that's that that is a unique pick. You don't hear that name very often, especially to go to Victory Lane. So I'm looking forward to seeing how close you you are, Heather. Uh, I have not been that good this year with the picks. If I'm being, honest. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna bet on you. We're gonna start a new series. We're just bet on Heather's pick and see what happens. You'd probably go. do better if you bet against Heather's picks. Oh uh, well, <laughs> Heather versus the field, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, Heather, we appreciate you taking some time with us, as always, each and every week on Wednesday uh, around this time. It's always a pleasure, and we always get some great knowledge, especially when it comes to uh, NASCAR and East Tennessee high school sports, because sometimes we have to we have to veer off into that. <laughs> and, Anytime oh, you want and, and before we do let her go, oh, what what do you what do you think about the 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 prodigy coach at Chucky Doke. Oh, the twelve year old. I actually know nothing about that. I've been so caught. I mean, I heard about it, but I I've been so caught up in racing the last two weeks. I haven't had a chance to really look right. at at what went he out. looks okay. like. He'll have players <laughs> older than him. There's a few coaches around here that are like that. There are there are there are quite a few coaches. When they hired um, the coach at Crockett. A few years back, he was like 26 years old or something like that. And I thought, gosh, I've almost been here long enough to have covered him in high school. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if they, he's got he's gotten it done at Crockett. I mean, they've been very good. So, I mean, if you could coach, you can coach. There, there's no there's no shame in covering someone coaching that you also cover playing, is there? That's, that's totally fine. I, I don't mean, know what she's talking about. Totally fine. I don't know what she's talking about here. <laughs> I've covered guys at high school that have played in and retired uh, from from professional sports and been retired for 10 years now. So, uh, yeah, there's yep. no shame in that game. Right. There you go. Heather, we appreciate it. As always, thank you. Always fun to come on, guys. All right. When we come back, we are going to not talk about the Braves. Um, we've got a lot more to get to before we get to uh, the Braves, which are – currently playing so there's that but we've got the preds the grizzlies and the titans this is going to be nashville pro sports in this next segment so stick around main street sports day presented by our friends at mid tennessee bone and joint we'll return after this 